this guy is nuts. Is he really making daily recordings of his possible divorce and releasing it as a podcast? They both cheated on each other? She's making six figures and still doesn't contribute to any joint endeavors financially? Why is she still with him? Why is he still with her? I can't wait for the next episode. This helped me be a better wife. So this is how men think. I hate my husband less now. I understand my wife more now. These are some of the listener comments to the Divorce Diaries podcast. All over the map, I know. These anonymous accounts of events should resonate with anyone that has been married, is married, or is preparing for marriage and helps couples avoid pitfalls as they might prepare for marriage. Entire seasons are released on Patreon weeks before anywhere else at Divorce Diaries Podcast Patreon page. Link in description. Now for today's episode. Divorce Diaries, September 24th. Start outdoor walk workout. Yeah, we're out getting our few steps uh, toward the end of the day before bed to, you know, try to be a thinner, thinner version of what we, what we once were. Oh, this was a, um, this was a rough morning. Um, I failed today miserably. Um, minutes after I woke up, I just, I just absolutely failed. I failed in the experiment of continuing to stay rigidly close to continuing to treat my life, my wife, like a one-year-old child. And it's hard just keeping yourself in the frame of understanding that your wife you cannot even though you're staring at another mature adult you cannot treat her like a mature adult you have to treat her like a one-year-old that is volatile unmeasured um may has poor judgment exercises poor judgment time after time after time there is no learning from your mistakes overall in that way there's no really uh mending things or fixing things or anything like that and and not repeating the same mistakes it's just i need to continue to work harder and harder and harder at putting my my wife in the frame of a one-year-old my wife is a one-year-old my wife is a one-year-old do not hold her accountable okay here were the day's events here's how things started so well, in yesterday's diary entry, I talked about how my wife is just such a complainer in general. She just complains about everything. My back hurts. My foot hurts. I don't want to go to school. I do want to be in school. Why is this paper so hard? I'm hungry. M- my head hurts. Oh, I have to fold clothes. I don't want to do dishes. Can someone rub my back? Can someone? It's just she is an absolute complainer. Just a fucking complaining child. Now, you could fall into the trap of trying to trying to change her mind. Trying to talk to her about, oh, you know, um, oh, your 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 back hurts. What happened today? 
Oh, I mean, I just kind of, I think I, I sat for too long. Um, and I think, or I think I maybe, maybe I slept the wrong way. So I just, I've been trying to stretch it out all day, but I just don't, don't know what to do. You know, uh, could you, could you crack my back? Maybe, may, maybe that'll help. And man, if it's not any better in the morning, I, I may just have to go to the doctor. That's what a mature person would do. That's how you would sort of try to talk to them. Um, but when you're just in the complaining business and you just, all you do is talk about what ails you. It's just, ah, my back. Oh, how'd you, how'd you sleep? I'm, I don't know. Did you sleep wrong? I'm not sure. Okay, I get it. You're not fucking sure. No, nobody's fucking sure of how they sleep because we're fucking sleeping. But you, eh, it's it's possible. I mean, you got any stretches? Like, is there anything I can do to maybe help this or whatever? Something. But, you know, you, you, you know those complainers. Just they never have anything good to say about like anything or they're just declaring what's not going so good in their life just it's just they just can't so that's my wife so yesterday she was complaining about her schoolwork her um she's a little up in age um when i say up in age um from being a college student i mean she is not a 19 year old college student complaining about life she is a person that's closer to the middle of her life than she is to the beginning of her college career and she's one of those I've, I'm going back to school people nothing wrong with that very admirable thing but she just complains often about the <sighs> difficulties of school the long papers the staying up late the getting up early the needing to complete assignments the deadlines all of those things that a that a person that doesn't make that doesn't have good time management skills has poor planning poor judgment all the things that someone like that would struggle with um which college is just a lot of structure mixed with deadlines and if you are a person that struggles with structure and deadlines which my wife is um then college is just going to be uh, maybe a little bit more of a difficult place for you um, has nothing to do with performance or capability or, or IQ um, or intelligence. It, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It just has to do with you not, you know, being able to <laughs> cut it. I, I mean, as, as far in the organization department. So she was complaining yesterday <clears throat> about college to one of our kids. And the kid says, look, I mean, you can do it. Just, I mean, just don't complain and just kind of put your head down and, you know, you you can do it. And she came back to the kid and said, wow, you were really motivating, even though everything you said hurt my feelings. Um, it ended up motivating me in the end. So she came back to the kid and basically disrespected the kid and say, and, and, and made it about herself. You hurt my feelings. This is a grown adult. Well, I, 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 back it up. This is not a grown adult. Remember. If I fuck up and I keep doing that and treating my wife like she is a mature adult, no, I will set myself up for an expectation of mature reactions, which there will be none. There will be no mature reactions because remember, even though my wife looks like a mature adult, she is in fact a one-year-old that I should be, and that's how I should treat her, factually like a one-year-old. So a one-year-old, of course, would blame you. If they, if they could blame, if they understood blame, if they understood passing the buck and those things, that's exactly what a one-year-old would do. A one-year-old would just, oh, you know, I just, I, I, um, I didn't do that. Did you, did you, did you break that? No. Did you take my food? No. 
did you eat my cookie? No. Or, I don't know. Whatever the one-year-old might say. The one-year-old will do whatever a one-year-old does. But it wouldn't be taking ownership and accountability. Those aren't concepts they really understand like that. So, that sat with me. What my wife said, all the complaining, and then her coming back to our kid and just kind of saying, oh, you know, hey, uh, you know, you hurt my feelings and it didn't help me. And um, my wife talks to um, her mom and her sister who are also losers, um, pretty fat women um, that and, and they're not bad people at all. I'm just I'm just trying to paint the picture for you so you understand in the diary entry what what it is. My wife is 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 continuing to gain weight herself. Her fitness is just, I, I don't know, it's its probably going to be out of reach soon for her where she's not, where she may not recover from it. And when I mean recover, it's its not, there's no morbidly obese situation. There's no, um, you know, my 600 pound wife on some fucking uh, show like that or something like that. There's, there's none of that. There's just a, um, a very clear um, gain of weight and almost a commitment to being a bigger person. So typical American body type, typical American diet, um, typical American activity level, um, you watch more Netflix than you do work out. You eat more than you burn. You sleep more than you're awake and you have a sedentary desk job and you aren't doing anything to combat that lifestyle with anything active. You don't ride a bike. You don't go swimming. When you're going out to enjoy yourself, it usually involves food and people doing a lot of nothing like the movies or sitting down at the Cheesecake Factory, ordering dessert, having drinks. And everything you do in your life is centered around becoming a fatter, slower, older version of yourself. That's what, how my wife lives her life. That's how most Americans live their lives. So I'm not saying anything that's, that's, that's news to anyone. And, uh, so this complaining, I have, I've, you know, a few kids still in the house and I just don't want them adopting the habits that my wife has built and baked in and her mom and her sister are like that as well. A couple of bigger women that don't work out, that tend to complain about how their life isn't going well, but are taking no steps to improve their situation. Typical American, and sad to say, typical American woman. So, yes, there, are, and, and if you don't, let me just paint a picture. If any of us have had a gym membership, you know that when you go into the gym, 80% of the people in the gym at any given time are men, probably maybe 70, 70 to 80% of the people in the gym at any given time are men on the elliptical treadmill cardio equipment. Usually 90% of those people, or maybe 80, 80 to 90% of those people on the cardio equipment are women so more muscle the more muscle you have on your body that burns more fat but women are doing the least amount 
of exercise in the gym to build muscle, but they're doing cardio, what they feel will help them burn the most fat. But more muscle burns more fat, but women are doing that thing cardio in the gym that does not help them burn as much fat as they could like if they had more muscle just a simple fact but women have a perception of what will work and that's what they do and women like to talk like my wife she loves to talk with her mother and her sister and they like to be on the same page everyone does this is that's not a woman thing everyone likes to be on the same page but women especially like to be on the same page and talk to people about the page that they're on and they do look for very agreeable conversations. Most people do. I'm just saying, I think that women do it a little bit more. So when my wife and her mother and sister get on the phone and they start gabbing away, um, and I asked my kid, I'm like, Oh, oh, because my wife said, um, after the kid hurt her feelings, she said, it's good talking to you because when I talk to my mom and my sister, they tell me, yeah, I understand that school's kind of rough for you. And, you know, if you don't want to go, like, maybe you should take some time off. Maybe you should stop. Maybe, maybe you need a break. They encourage my wife to quit her endeavor. They themselves are quitters. They themselves are, man, like I said, they're not bad people, but they are ambitionless people that are in a perpetual rut that they don't even know that they're in and their life is wildly full of lack of accomplishment lack of advancement and just they get to a place and they throw on the cruise control and that's that they're not let's say movers and shakers and there's this rule that I fully subscribe to and understand. I used to try to push it on people because I was kind of dumb in that way because I thought we all were sort of created equally and we all had ambition and we all really wanted to achieve, strive to achieve goals. And that even assumes that we set goals. So that's what I thought before I really began to understand and accept people for who they actually were. Now that I'm doing that, my outlook on life and the world is vastly different on the world and people and my wife, which is why in most of these recordings, I've always concluded that I think there's maybe one or two where I wasn't sure, but that I need a divorce and I want a divorce and it would be best for me to be divorced from my wife. Um, so how can I continue down this path? I'm sorry. Um, she was complaining about college. And I'm trying to, because I have, like I said, I still have younger children with me in the house and I don't want them to adopt my wife's mindset on approaching a goal and life. I want, I want more people in the world, especially my kids to be of the mindset and of the ilk that is, okay, this is a, this is a task. Um, let's call it college. This is a task, but I think I've got it under control. I think that if I think that maybe with college, if I, okay, really schedule out my work day, wake up, uh, no, no longer sleeping in and snoozing until seven or eight, 
I get up promptly at six. I get to work by seven. I leave work no later than 3 p.m. religiously like clockwork. I go to the library. Granted, we're in COVID right now, COVID shutdowns. So I can't go to the library, but I go home and I tell my kids from 3.30 when I get home to five o'clock, just act like I'm not here and I'm gonna knock out my schoolwork. That'll give me an hour and a half each day and then I can just maybe work for three hours on Saturday and maybe only two on Sunday and I will be able to have all my work done if I make this schedule for myself and I stick to it. I'd rather that be something that my wife did and then share that with our kids. Yeah, guys, I mean, college, college hasn't been so difficult because I just really worked on my schedule and I feel like there's no task too big, even if it's a fucking lie to the kids. There's no task too big if you break it down into bite-sized chunks. That's the spirit, mentality, perspective I really, really, really want my kids to have. I want to maybe, down the line, have to talk my kids off of certain ledges. I'd like to talk them off of the ledge. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just saying, like, you want to... You want to be, and I'm not saying when the kid's, you know, like five years old or something, I want to be an astronaut and a doctor and a builder. And I even want to be a trash man. They clean up. It's like, whoa, yeah, you're not going to bust a five-year-old's bubble. But if you're like 12 and a half and you're talking about, oh, I want to be a rocket scientist and a doctor and a garbage man and a pilot. And you're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Well, maybe we could get you in. The, you would say something like, you know, maybe we'll get you, um, you know, maybe some junior flight lessons or something. And we'll see, you know, if you like it. And, you know, and we'll also uh, just want you to know with medical school, there's a good amount of schooling. So I feel like you should study really hard. You're in the seventh grade now and just really work on um being a disciplined student and i think if you have some discipline you'd be a great doctor so you're kind of letting them know a little bit like oh well here's what this future might look like a little bit i think you can do it so you're encouraging them but you're giving them a little bit of a glimpse just with your words on what could possibly happen in the future just to give them a little perspective because they're not five anymore they're 12 and a half and in a year and a half they're going to be going to high school so you know you just want to start planting those little seeds right but my wife having such a complaining spirit and not realizing just how moldable and malleable a child's brain is, it's just like, you know, it's 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 a safer bet to just go a little bit easy on all the complain sauce. Seriously, keep the complaining to yourself because they are young and they're trying to figure out how to deal with life and usually kids figure out how to deal with life through how they see their parents and loved ones whoever's in their life the most how do they handle problems controversy adversity whatever it is life experiences things that they elect to do versus things that are pushed on them how do they do it how do they do it and it's just how they see you do it, how they see you react, what they hear you say, what they hear you not say. So this morning, 
here's my big fuck up where I did not treat my wife like the one year old that I should have treated her like I should not have went in trying to get her to understand anything or own anything or be accountable about anything. I said, hey, you know, if you've got a few minutes before you leave for work, I just want to talk to you about um, yesterday. Okay, what's up? She already knew it was bad. And that should have been my first cue. And I should have just said, you know what? Never mind, babe. Have a great day at work and just fucking keep on planning a divorce because she's fucking. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. So I say, yeah, I drew a line on the board in our kitchen. I drew a line on it and dry erase board. And I drew her mom and her sister on one side of the line. And then I drew the kids on the other side of the line. And I said, and I drew my wife's name across the line on both sides of the line. And I said, well, you know, on this side of the line, this this side over here has, you know, a couple people that might complain because, you know, our kid told me about what you thought and the fact that you were sort of complaining about college. And I'm just trying to make sure that this kid, I'm glad that this kid gave you the advice that this kid did to kind of pull you off the ledge a little bit and that their perspective is their perspective, which is a great one to have, that it's not that big a deal. Just hunker down, make a schedule. It's all good. Stop tripping. That's basically what the kid said. But you sort of, but we have a younger one or two that are coming up behind this kid and the, their perspective may not be quite as formed yet. And if you are being a complainer, this, this other kid, these other kids may take that to heart and say, oh man, wow. I, I don't, I don't know what to do. Well, all I know is mom complains. So man, she's right. Life is hard. I should stop. Now, all of a sudden they want to stop when they're, they're in high school because high school is a little bit difficult or the test is hard. So they don't want to apply themselves or put forth the effort. My wife immediately says, well, it's not like I'm stopping. And I'm like, yeah, I know you aren't stopping, which is why it could be sort of a mixed signal that you're giving to the kids. They don't know that ultimately all you're doing is just complaining. You have no real intention. At least I don't think you have as much of a real intention of actually dropping your classes. Like you said to the kid, she actually said to the kid, like, I'm thinking about dropping my classes. This is too hard. And I don't feel like I have the time and I don't want to do it. And she kept saying, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. I want to drop my class. Cause I don't want to do it. She just kept saying want and drop class, want and drop class. I'm like, Jesus, I just, I just don't want my kids growing up thinking that if they don't want to do something, they can just quit it. There are lots of things in life that you should quit, especially if you don't want to. I'm just saying the spirit of the individual. I don't want your spirit to be if I don't want to or I don't like it. I want to quit it. That's what I'm saying. I don't want instilled in my kids. So just, you know, maybe just continuing to complain less around the kids. And she's like, geez, f whatever storms off. I'm like, OK, just go back. And I'm, I'm like, yep, that's when I thought I'm like, yeah, it's, it's OK. I'll just turn on my one year old shit, 
treat this bitch like a one-year-old fucker and just like oh the one-year-old's having a tantrum i'm not gonna fucking go i'm not gonna pick you up I'm not going to, I'm going to let the tantrum moment pass. You don't really realize what's happening. You're fucking one years old. You don't get it. So done and done. I don't, I'm not going to make a thing about it because you're one, but I'd already fucked up. I already tried to get the one year old to see reason because I fell for my eyes again. And I look at my wife and I'm like, damn, you're a grown up. You don't wear diapers. You can talk. You're actually about, you're putting on your clothes about to go to your fucking job. There's no one year old that has a fucking job, a 40 hour week job. One year olds don't have that. So I fell victim, fell prey to the bullshit and treated her like she was an adult. And I expected her to understand this oh, oh so complicated thing about please don't complain around the kids because it might shape them to be complainers or quitter, quitters. And, and then I made the further mistake of saying, because like this, that, that quote, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. If you are with four fat people, you will be the fifth. If you are with four alcoholics, you'll likely be the fifth. If you are with four broke people, you'll be the fifth because we are a tribal people that stick together and do the same things and walk in step together. And whether we like it or not, as smart as we think we are, if we hang out with losers, we'll be a loser. There's, there's almost no if, ands or buts, because if people are supposed to grow, either grow positively or negatively, but we're always growing, well, you're going to grow out of your friends which means you're maybe you're more ambitious than your friend group. So you'll grow out of that friend group or you'll just continue to regress and you'll stay with them or, you, or you'll do the sheep thing where you just stay together and you just do what you always have done and you'll put your life on cruise control and autopilot. That'll be what you do. So I made that mistake this morning and then she calls me when she's on her drive to work, angry as fuck. I sat there and I just let it go to voicemail but then I fucking lied and I said, uh, fuck. Hey, I, uh, the phone, um, was trying to answer on the Bluetooth. I'm sorry. Hey, what's up? Knew the bitch was fucking mad, but I fucking listened to her. I'm like, okay, hey, what's, uh, what's, uh, going on here? What's, what's up? Well, I, I, and I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the cursing. Um, my wife was a bitch this morning. I don't. I'm not trying to make it like, oh, how could I say those things? I, I, I don't feel that way. I feel like she was being bitchy. She was being a disrespectful bitch because I was like, I would say, well, a guy's being an asshole. You know, I don't, I don't look at that word bitch as being something really significant. Like it's, it's not that significant. I'm feeling very derogatory toward my wife right now. I'm still able to call her my wife out of one side of my mouth but I'm mad and I'm just like, gosh, like what the fuck this bitch did because she's being a bitch. And she says, it's like when I'm having a good day, it's like all you want to do is say, oh, look, she's having a good day. Let me shit on it. What else would I expect a child to say? Let me calm myself down because I'm having a calm moment as I'm having a revelation again about my wife her perspective of what i said please don't complain around the kids because it's very likely that the kids 
might adopt that habit, which could be unhealthy for their lives for the long run. And her narcissistic, self-absorbed takeaway from that was, it's like you wake up in the morning and all you want to do is find my happiness and extinguish it. She didn't think about it for five seconds. She didn't. That, that's what a mature, introspective adult would have done. They would have thought about it. Wait a minute. You think that I'm... <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm still trying to remain calm. And I am. I'm pretty calm now, actually. So, man, you're right. I shouldn't complain that much. I didn't realize I was um, complaining as much as I was. And you're right. I didn't even, I guess I got a little lost and caught up. I came to our kid and I said to them repeatedly, I am thinking about dropping my class at school. This kid is in high school themselves. I'm thinking of dropping my college class because it's a lot of work and I don't want to do it. And you know, maybe I shouldn't have said that to them. She could have put it on me. Maybe I should have just called you because, well, well, and maybe we're not talking, so maybe you don't want to call me and that's fine. But you are calling your mom and your sister, but you know what they're going to say. They're going to side with you in this endeavor. And um, they're not necessarily going to come from the perspective that I am. They don't have the same interests. Like, nobody cares about your dog like you do. No one cares about your car like you do. Your favorite bag that's old and it's sort of tatty, but you love the bag. The stuffed animal you kept from the time you were little. No one cares about those things that are so intimately connected to you like you do. And that's what my kids are for me. So, I foolishly continued and still will continue again. I'll make a mistake again to think that the precious cargo, my children, that I believe were precious cargo, my wife looks at them that way as well. I feel like my kids are cars that take 93 octane gas. And I sometimes see my wife at the gas station with my kids and she's putting regular gas 87 in the tank of my kids i'm like whoa <laughs> remember these are finely tuned engines and we're trying to put the best gas in these kids in these cars as possible don't forget use 93 super i know i know it's going to drain our bank accounts a little faster because after all it's 93 gas and it's 40 cents more expensive than the regular gas. But we get to drive this car faster. This car will perform better. It's tuned higher. To go faster, every component in this car is a little bit better than a car that takes regular gas. So since this car has been tuned better by us and our parenting and how we raise them, let's just make sure that we put the best gas in their tank as we can every chance we can. 
only if we're up Schitt's Creek, only if we're over a barrel, and there's no other gas around, will we put a little bit of bad gas in the car just to get us to the next gas station where we can put some premium gasoline in our kids, in our cars. But repeatedly, she puts regular gas in the car and the car is starting to run more sluggishly. The kid is starting to perform not at the high level that we expect from the manufacturer or that I expect if I'm the manufacturer because I'm their dad. I expect for them. I was expecting that they would perform at that high level. And I'm like, hey, I'm noticing now that I'm hearing you talk. This is the kid sort of like he listening to the exhaust on a car, listening to the engine noise. And you're like, hey, I'm noticing a knock in the engine for the car. I'm noticing I'm noticing you're having a lot of self-defeating talk, kid. It's like what gas have you been putting in this car? The engine's knocking. Our kid is saying they want to quit. Well, maybe they just do. Maybe they want to quit. Maybe it's what they should do. They have been at it a while, but they're just about to make the breakthrough. No, 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 no. We can't have them quit. Well, it's, well, it's just too much. And who's to say who's right? But then you find out just driving in the passenger seat in the car. Maybe I broke my leg and I watched my wife get out. And she just presses the button for 87, regular gas, opens up the tank and shoves it in. And I roll the window down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? You've got to put super in this car. And she says, whatever. This is the gas I've been using for years. And you find out it hits you like a ton of bricks. This is why the engine's been knocking. This is why the car isn't driving as fast as it was when we bought it new. This is why the mechanic said, hey, it's like you're not taking care of this car. What's going on? They shouldn't be running like this. Maybe there's some other problem. That's why we've all been so confounded. Even that one time he told me, are you sure you're putting in the right gas? And I said, of course, because I was thinking of all the gas that I put in. Yes, I only put in super premium gas, but you, but someone else takes the car to the gas station someone else is involved in this i fucked someone else and they are the other half of the parenting group and they put in fucking regular and i put in fucking premium so the car has been getting mixed messages the car runs better sometimes than others because the car has potential if fueled with the right gas, the potential's always there for the car. And the car also rides poorly because its potential's being zapped by the poor gas the other parent's putting in it. And it's tough coming to that realization. And it's tough when you understand, like, because that's me just at the gas station looking at my wife and I'm just like, I cannot let this bitch ever drive this car again. Oh my gosh. And that's easy to, to pull one of the 
you could pull a possessive thing like oh you know what well this is your car this is mine like you know don't really drive my car if if it ever runs out of gas like please don't fill it up just go ahead and drive your car just don't put gas in my car you can kind of because the car is a machine and it's idle and it sits there it doesn't have a personality and she's not really all that invested in the car because after all it's a fucking car but you can't say that with a kid don't talk to which that's what i did this morning do not complain around the kid and her response was no i mean i can't i'm not promising that if that's how i'm feeling about something i'm going to say it that's what she said i'm like i get it that's how you're feeling i'm just saying if you say certain things it could result in certain things so please do not complain in that way around the kids. Don't talk about wanting to quit something because you feel that it's hard, it's too much. Not to the kid who we're trying to instill a spirit of not quitting. That's where I fucked up again because I assumed that we we're trying to instill something together in the kid. So I have now circled all the way back to why the fuck did I marry this person, have kids with this person, this because of my own stupidity, extreme ownership, extreme accountability. I fucked up. I married the wrong person. Because my wife continued to say, because I have, this is where I've been a shitty husband. One, because one, I was young. Not the excuse, I was young. I was young. I, 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 if, if I was old. No, 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 not like that. I was young, so young that I didn't know that I should have vetted myself better and understood myself better so I would not marry this person. I could have gauged her better if I was just wasn't thinking about pussy building a family responsibility and the fact that we had a child if i wasn't thinking about all of those things and providing for them both and providing a comfortable life and i had there was more of a precedent and more of a principle in my mind you're not going to leave this girl in a lurch you're going to be here for her and you're going to take damn good care of the kid you're going to make a family and you're not going to run out and make your family be a statistic you're not going to do that and fuck this up so I stuck around. I provided like a motherfucker. I mean, I got cheated on for my trouble. And I got a very ungrateful woman for my trouble. That's what happened. That's what I did. Whatever. I can't undo it. But obviously, if I had it to do over again, she has not changed. What the fuck am I doing? And based on her words today, you just want to find my joy and you want to extinguish it with something. First off, I'm extinguishing, quote unquote, extinguishing your joy with something you fucking did yourself. You're the one that said and did all of these things to our kid. And I'm just bringing it up like, hey, look, you please don't complain in front of the kid because it might cause some shit. She's like, you've been doing it forever. You never have anything good to say to me. You always want to critique what I do. You're always poking holes and I'm sick of it. And I'm just telling you, I'm not putting up with it anymore. I've said to her plenty of times, I'm like, I don't, I don't, 
I don't care. I'm not having any conversations with you. I'm not telling you to do anything anymore. I'm not going to help you with anything anymore. I love you, but if you ever want any advice from me about anything, just ask. But don't worry, I'm not going to volunteer information because I was that guy that usually, whenever your woman says something to you about a problem or difficulty in her life, because like I said, my wife is a complainer, so all she does is talk about problems and difficulties and hurdles that are very solvable, but she talks about problems, difficulties, and hurdles, and then I talk about solutions, results, and changes that can be made to achieve the result. I, that's just what I do. Oh, because I stupidly am taking her communication to mean what it would be if I was talking to another man or maybe even a mature woman. Oh, you're telling me about your debt because you don't want to be in debt. You're telling me something like, oh, I spend money I don't have. Oh, it's like, oh, I got to stop that. Oh. And I say, oh, well, do you have a budget? That, boom, right there. I went to solution question. Oh, you're having trouble. Do you have a budget? It's a dumb fucking question. She didn't say, she didn't say, oh, I spend money on things that on things that I don't need. I spend too much money. I put it on credit. Can you help me figure out how to fix this problem? Then I think the door's open and then I can help and I can jump in with my cape to solve a problem. But instead, me, dumb man, caveman, oh, you say this, I then say that. Duh, 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 duh. That's what I did. No more. I don't do that. I just watch my wife continue to make the same mistakes, but she does it happily without me kicking her while she's down or bringing up the fact that she just fucked something up. So I don't. But the only things I'm bringing up, like a moron still, are the things that have to do with our kid, our kids. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, I, I, I almost feel... I feel so obligated to say something because I've, I've already mentally divorced from my wife. I just haven't physically done it yet, but I've mentally divorced from my wife. She is. I don't care about her. I don't really care about her well-being. Not like not like I want her to die. It's just when she moved out and she went to live in um, her apartment and, you know, fuck me and because she had enough money to do her own thing and she's just getting this fuck you attitude the more money she's getting and everything it is, is so funny to watch because it's like i'm watching her sort of set herself up to just go and buy herself the life that i've provided for her for all these years i'm just watching her set herself up to do it on her own and just be able to she's going to be able to comfortably walk away from me and go and get another comfortable life for herself, get herself a little single family home and do this and do that. And then just live this life where it's just like, whoo, she just looks back in her rearview mirror like, geez, finally out of that situation. And I'm glad. And you know what I wish? I know I had a dark wish in last episode. I don't even want to think about it. But right now what I wish, I wish I would have dropped her on her fucking neck and left her on the curb not dropped her on her neck physically. I'm just saying, like, you know, you, you just leave someone alone. I wish I would have ditched her ass when she was making 40 grand. And since she wanted to be the piece of shit person that she was, I should have just dropped her then and said, okay, enjoy your life struggling from there. But instead, I stayed with her long enough so she can get herself together and she'll make, she's making 
well into the six figures now. So she'll just be able to go get whatever she wants and have a comfortable life. Now, I know that'll be a win-win because she'll be able to do things for our kids and stuff like that. But even to this day, she doesn't do anything for them like finance. Like there's no, I've been saving money for my kids for years and their private bank accounts and everything. I've been doing that. And now, um, and she's helped me with none of that. Absolutely none. And her excuse for that was, I don't believe it's a parent's job to provide for their kids for the future, even though she co-signed for one of our kids for two of their college loans that they dropped. They dropped out of the first semester after maybe two months. Then she co-signed on another loan and they dropped out after one week during that semester. It's like, I'm like, wow, this kid has such bad credit with you and you still as an individual continue to co-sign for this kid. And I just, I just hope this kid just totally like fucks her over like bad because it's like she refuses to learn life's lessons and she wants to continue doing for people. It's like she doesn't want to. It's like in her own way, she knows that I'm good so she can take from me. But our kid maybe isn't good. Her sister isn't good. So she'll pay for her gym membership. She'll loan money knowing she won't give it back, get it back from her mom and all of this. And she'll do all of these things with all of these other people, give them all of our resources. I think she even, um, I remember I saw her on a credit card bill when she was cheating. She paid, she paid for the hotel room for the guy that she was fucking with. And I'm like, you've never paid a dime toward any of our family vacations, but you paid for the fucking hotel with this guy, you're giving your sister money and you're paying for a gym membership that you forced on her. She's like, no, you're going to go to the gym. I'm going to get this gym membership for you. You'll get it. And then the bitch never fucking used it. And my wife wonders, why are you so upset? Why do you have such critical things to say about me? Why are you always cutting me down? Why are you judging me? Why do you look down? I'm like, it's really hard because I'm, I think, I thought that you were mature enough to understand you, your sister is really fat. She has expressed no interest in working out. She'll say the fleeting thing every now and then. I need to get in shape. And as soon as she says that, you know, oh, she's fat as shit. And I know how to work out. And I'm very knowledgeable with that. I'll help her. You feel that you have all the solutions. So you want to help your sister. Fair enough. But you won't give any money to your husband for any of the house expenses, toward vacations, anything like that. You won't do anything. And you're wondering why he is feeling left out in the cold or might tell you things like, Jesus, you can give money to your sister. Why can't you put any money toward us? And that offends you. That makes you mad. That upsets you. It frustrates you. And you want to lash out at who? Your husband, who is still paying for everything saving for the kids futures saving for his and your future that's what your husband is doing okay fine it's only gotten worse over the years she's only lashed out more and more she is very bad a worse version of herself and it's not changing every day it's like it's worse and worse because i'm like wow you really said that thing that was really cutting that hurt me hmm. 
Oh, I didn't mean it that way. Okay. But I'll just sit and I'll watch her. She won't talk to anybody else. And I know uh, maybe it's raw. Things are raw. I've heard her. Or at least she feels I have. And in her mind, she's committed that I have. So, done and done. I just... I, I just... I, I can't wait to just see what life is like when I am done. And just experience life on my own and just see how that goes see how that feels when i just don't have anyone else aside from my children to be responsible for i don't have anyone's emotions to manage anyone's anyone's private actions to be held accountable for i I guess before i got married i just really thought that i mean i was very 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 christian and um, not like super religious zealot Christian. I wasn't anything like that, but I was just very, um, I went to Christian premarital counseling, um, their classes, and then I went to Christian postmarital counseling. And I just really thought that, yeah, we're gonna leave our families and cleave to each other. We will be one. But it's from the very beginning, and I just thought they were they were misunderstandings. That's all I thought. They're just these are just misunderstandings. Like we're gonna we're gonna get it worked out. But no, we had fundamental value differences, fundamental value differences that just continue to cascade on top of each other. And we never liked each other. We never were on the same page. And then we had children together. And then we tried to raise those children together with two totally different sets of values. The craziest thing. So what happened? A bunch of shit. Just a bunch of horrible, horrible shit happened with us. It's, there's no there's no other way to put it. It was all terrible. And it just continued to just mount. So, no, we couldn't see eye to eye with anything. We can't see eye to eye now. And it's just... It'll be good. I'll just be by myself, which will be so much better than how I'm living my life now. <sighs> I want a divorce. I will get a divorce. It's got to happen. Wow. That was the Divorce Diaries podcast. The Daily Saga will continue tomorrow. The full season's episodes are on Patreon now. Subscribe for early access. Click the Patreon link in the description. Hopefully these entries help our anonymous recorder as a form of his own personal therapy. That's his hope and his intention. Will these recordings of life's curveballs lead this family to the best resolution in the end? We'll keep listening. New episodes are released daily on all podcast players but all episodes are available on Patreon at Divorce Diaries Podcast Patreon page. Until next time.